I really can't stay. But baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. But baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been, been hoping that you drop so in. Very nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like My mother ice. will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your My hurry? father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace roar. So really, I'd better scurry. Beautiful, please don't hurry. But maybe just a half a drink more. Put some records on while I pour. The neighbors might think. Baby, it's bad out there. Say what's in this dream Your cabs to be had out there I wish I knew Your eyes are like starlight now break this spell I'll take your hat Your hair looks swell I ought to say no, no, no Mind if I move in closer At least I'm gonna say that I tried What's the sense in hurting my pride I really can't stay Oh baby, don't hold out Baby, Baby, it's it's cold outside. outside. Damn it! No, I smile. I'm just gonna start recording, and then we can. Oh, well, nobody wanted to hear that. The click. The click. Stop it. (laughs) All right. Okay, so today we're taking a shot of gimme. But you're not German. I don't care. Black house. Um, house. house. You have to sound like you're in a... Sorry. Do the next part, and then you have to sound like um, you're Blackberry spit. schnapps liqueur. Why? Which part am I spitting on? No, oh, I guess it, not. It's, it's not Hanukkah, sh- actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, it's old world flavor, so we can pour that shit. Let's... All right, you want me to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't want me to do that noise Whatever, who cares? Oh, that was my finger. <laughs> Everybody just hears Cece break her bones <laughs> on this bottle. Oh it, it has defeated her. Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're like blowing out the audio. It's fine. So this could be good or bad. I mean, we, how would this be bad? It's blackberry. It could be. It could taste like cough medicine or something. Well, that is what I suggest. Okay. Here we go. All right. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Oh, excuse me. Cheers. Yeah, cough medicine. That's it. Straight up to cough medicine. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Straight up. Dimetab, man. Oh, my God. It's like Dimetab all the way. No, that, I mean, that's like Dayquil. I mean. Oh, my God. I just was like, oh, my God, am I sick? Like. No. Oh, go. Okay. You might all be right. now, though. Yeah, that's that. All right. Oh, yeah, now you chug the rest of it. Okay, here we go. Hi, I'm Sleeping Girl. And I'm Cece. And this is our Two Hip Chicks podcast, where we, Two Hip Chicks, where we talk about hypnosis. What what the hell's wrong with you? I was swallowing right when you started, so I was like, oh, gotta get it out. Anyway. <laughs> Two Hip Chicks, where we talk about hypnosis, we get drunk a little, and yep. we do hot trance during the podcast. Um, this podcast is not safe for work. And don't listen to it while you're driving because we do the hot trance, and you should be paying attention to driving instead of listening the to road. a hot trance. The road. Yeah. Yup. Um, All right. Yeah. So oh, and what's, oh. and by the way, using that song at the beginning was just a parody. I'm not making any kind of social commentary <laughs> about what that song means. Also, don't, we thought we just sounded good. Yeah, it sounded great. I love that song. And <laughs> don't talk to me about what that means on Twitter. Okay. Chicks. Okay. The end. <laughs> We're good. Talk to me privately. Anyways, um, yeah, so today, that's relevant because today we're doing a podcast on coercion, persuasion, (laughs) and uh, what's the other word? Compulsions. Compelling. Compelling, yeah. Yeah. Is that a compulsion? Yeah, that's the word that you use with that word. Oh, interesting. Yep. Um, Okay. So... Uh, we like those things a lot. We do quite a bit. They're definitely they're, they're like really hot because they can be really hot. Yeah, they sh- they sure can. And like, I, I'm sure that like both of us grew up with fantasies about that type of thing. Oh, I was so scared with what you were about to say. <laughs> we we both grew up with yeah. And I'm like <laughs> no, my childhood wasn't yeah. quite like that. <laughs> Speak for yourself. So this is a fun. <laughs> these these types of things that we're talking about are fun things to do that are. Consented to and welcomed by your partner. Absolutely. Always. Look for that. Look for that. Look for that. Make sure that's there. Make sure that's there. Before you start this. Right. 
<laughs> um, we're not we're not really going to talk about that no. kind of thing on this podcast. No, nope, that's assumed. I feel like just as a statement, I feel like if I want to talk about safety negotiations, consent, and stuff, I'd rather be sober. And that's not what this podcast is about. It's about nope. the fun stuff. The fun stuff. So, yeah. Because we like fun. We do like fun. Like compulsions, yeah. coercion, and persuasion. Hot! <laughs> yeah. So, um, we... I've done quite a bit of this in my past as a subject. Um, and right. we do some of it in our relationship. Do you... Um, let's... Because we were having a little bit of a conversation about this before. Yeah. And some interesting things were coming up because... You were talking about... Why don't you talk about, like, one of the things that we've done with this, and then I'll kind of like make the Like, one of the, the very comment. early on ones? Sure, yeah. Okay. So, so early on. Yeah. And I think we've even mentioned on the podcast, actually, that um, you kind of, over time or, or whatever, kind of put in a bit of a trigger, I guess? Yeah. Or a suggestion, I guess, is actually the better word, um, where uh, I'm compelled whenever I see your, uh, like, um, skin. Yeah. Right. Bare um, skin. Bare skin to be like, to want to touch it. Yeah. Um, and then usually very quickly go into trance for that matter after that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, it was interesting because one of the first few times that you like started doing that, um, you said that you added to it or whatever that, you know, yeah. you want to resist it, but you can't resist it and so forth. Um, and then you asked me about that later, you know, cause yeah. we, it was very early on and right. you needed to we know were, like right. what works, what doesn't kind of thing. And it was kind of interesting because you're like, you know, did you feel the resistance? And I'm like, I kind of wanted to touch your skin. Yeah. So can't really say I felt that much resistance. Right. Because it was just really something I wanted to do. Yeah. So, um, so for yeah. me, that brings, like, having this conversation now brings up an interesting point in regards to this topic where I feel like, does coercion and persuasion and such have to do with something that you don't want to do becoming something that you want to do? Is that a necessary part of persuasion? I mean, I to think so. I think so. But I also think that there is somewhat of a, a pseudo don't want to do it yeah. thing. Like that there's a category right. of that. So if I could have gone back, you know, four years ago or however long it was. Yeah, this is a pretty long really conversation long... that should have probably happened a while back. But I, whatever. It was four cool. years ago. I wasn't I didn't, probably didn't have the skill set at that point to or like know or yeah. really have this conversation about it. But like you can so you can fabricate things that people don't want to do. Right. You know, you can, you can, doing part of this play can involve making something that they already want to do into something that they don't want to do and then persuading them into it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Which I think is a, is a pretty, is a much. So I almost, you would almost, it's almost like in steps. Yeah. Right? Yeah, sure. So you'd make you it, do so it that, that way. like. I wouldn't want to touch your skin. Yeah. And then you'd force me to touch your skin. Right. So or, obviously. Or gently, so... gently persuade you into it, which I think. Right. Which like, if we want to talk about like hotness, that's as opposed to forcing someone into doing okay. something. Yeah, I listening. feel like persuasion is more about sort of putting it in their heads and gently sort of encouraging that in some ways. Yeah. You know, as opposed to just straight up like I would grab your hand and put it on my skin. You know? Yeah. It's more of a... It's subtle. It's more subtle, I think. And it makes it hot. <laughs> so you like the subtlety. I really like the subtlety. Like, I'm super all about that with this topic. <laughs> it's so interesting. I, I feel like I could go either way. Yeah. Quite frankly. Yeah. Um, that probably just has to do with the difference between our fetishes to some degree, probably. too. Sure. Right? Um, well, but, so, um, kind of yeah. quickly... I want to add to, like, build on that brainstorming session that we just had. Okay, which no, is, like, no. This is our relationship, as far me. as I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you can add... And, and we, everyone else. Yeah. Is, that's fine. If you if you play with... Um, if you if we're talking about building blocks of, of per persuasion, you can start with, 
making them not want the thing that they already want. Okay. And then making them forget about ever wanting that thing and then moving into persuading them into it. I feel like that's, that would be like your standard, you know, you don't have to do it step by step with hypnosis, but that's your like standard thought process of getting someone to, to feel resistant towards something that they already wanted, you know? But they didn't know it. And if you want to do it long term, that'd be hot as fuck. I was just thinking, like, could you not just, like, almost like, uh, not to mention, like, Groundhog Day? Oh, yeah. But it is actually Christmas on Groundhog Day, too. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Holiday special, bitches. Um, uh, but could you, like, keep doing that? Hell yeah. That'd be so good. Would that work? Would oh that, God, like, die yeah. off over time? You could literally we have it. We should find out. You could literally have it be <laughs> a Groundhog Day type of situation where... They, you know, so let's, let's use the touching skin thing, for example. So I, I coerced you or removed your desire to touch my skin. Like I, you know, with hypnosis or whatever. And then I was like, okay, you can forget about that. And, you know, forget about that process. You just just don't want to touch it. And then slowly coerce you into it. And then when you go to bed, it resets into like oh, I mean, totally... literally Groundhog Day. <laughs> I've never even seen this movie. Yeah, but everybody knows what Groundhog Day is. Oh my god, no, that's weird though. Okay, it's yeah. like the Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask. We're topical. Not topical. To, it's topical to our lives. Yes, sort of. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Oh. This is suddenly very interesting. I know. This I is mean, a great it conversation. Inter- it was interesting before. <laughs> what it a just good idea. Wasn't at all the What a good that idea we I just had, huh? That's interesting. <laughs> so that would be fun to play with something over long term is you can yeah. so you can persuade something over long term and then literally keep doing the just same keep process. Doing it. And I mean if your partner is not good at amnesia, like I'm not super awesome at it. You're we don't do a ton of it. We don't actually know how good I am at it. Yeah. I mean you're the times that we've done it, it's worked. Right. I just don't do it very much. <laughs> well, technically, one of our very first interactions... Was amnesia. Was amnesia. Did we mention that? Yeah, we've talked about that. Oh, okay. But, uh, Not that I knew till like, right, a year later. because you forgot about it. Because <laughs> I didn't actually know what happened. But, but even a lot of people have just straight-up trans amnesia, you know, from trans, right. like myself... Where I don't actually get that as much as you do. You get it a little. I do. You get definitely it a get it a little. Yeah. A lot of people get it a little, and you can really kind of play with it. And like, I don't know. That that yeah. seems fun as hell, dude. Well, I definitely have problems with like doorways. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so. This is something just I naturally. I just want to. We've talked about doorways multiple times, and I want to like. We? Yeah, I want to quickly like talk about what I mean by that because like. I mean, like, six years ago, I found an article on yeah. some psychology website that said, like, doorways for people psychologically, like, um, symbolize entering a new space. And so they kind of automatically, like, wipe out what was in the space behind it, including, like, like yeah. what they were thinking about. So you go through a doorway and you just kind of stop thinking about the thing that was behind the doorway and you start thinking about what's in front of you or something like that. Right. Um. I found that a really long time ago, and people, you know, a bunch of people I knew at that time were like, whoa, dude, that's cool. And it's so, it's so cool. Yeah. When I first heard about it, I just felt, um, like, justified. (laughs) All these years, (laughs) I've been given orders or something to go get something, and as soon as I, I have, like two or three doorways to go through right next thing you know is i'm doing laundry and yeah. i'm doing the dishes and stuff and and then I mean, still there waiting for people, strength people like. relate to it that's something <laughs> that people relate to because it's it's frequent you know um yeah it's, it's actually a problem yeah like, to some degree. well and i think if i wanted to brainstorm that more and we'll move off this topic shortly but like i think it's also <laughs> like if you have two doorways to go through that's even better because there's a space between the doorways that's separating the original space that you were coming from. Yeah. So it's like even more layers of stuff to true, forget true. about. Oh yeah. So just just that's my hypnotist brain being like, oh, this is this is how I do that shit, you know? Yeah. Cool shit. Cool shit. So what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, perfect. 
It wasn't amnesia, though. No. Um, Damn, this should have been an amnesia episode. Yeah, I mean. Whatever. Well, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, persuasion. Yeah. I mean, okay, so... The subtle kind. I love the subtle kind. Um, to be honest, I'm, I'm, a, I'm I don't want to say a sucker for it, but, like, it's pretty easy yeah. To like you, you actually are a little concerned with how easily you're a pretty gullible head. Yeah, Manipula- <laughs> manipulated maybe. Easily manipulated. Easily manip- Is that better than gullible? For some no. reason, gullible sounds so horrible. To it me. is horrible. Gullible sounds stupid. I think. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but yes. easily manipulated. Sounds Did you better. know if you look in a dictionary <laughs> and look up the word gullible, your face will be Aww. there. That would be a hilarious suggestion to give someone. Oh my god, that'd be horrible. <laughs> As if there was even a picture there. I know. That's it'd be strange. so complicated. It'd be like running over the other words. Anyway, I don't know how that would work. I don't know either. It'd be great. I wonder if that would... Don't. I already got it in my head. What's wrong with you? So talk, speaking of persuasion, coercion, a lot of this comes down to like simple... If you're talking about how to phrase suggestions and stuff, um, with people in okay. outside of trance. I mean, like phrasing suggestions in trance is important, and, and um, yeah. But when you're doing it outside of trance, it's for me, it's a little different because you can literally, yeah. While someone's in trance, you can tell someone something very straightforward, and for some people that works. Um, sure. While you're out of trance, um, if you're doing this kind of thing, you don't necessarily want them to know that you're manipulating them. So it's more like having a conversation. Yeah. And just, and if, if what you're about to say feels like something that you wouldn't normally say, that's probably the bad, that's probably wrong phrasing is Mm. how I would put this. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it usually a matter of like simplified or abstract? Like what, what usually works? So like simplified or abstract are two very different things. Um, so, like, abstract in the sense of, like, you could give a lot of leeway to that suggestion of what they're thinking, or do you need to be more straightforward about it? Out of trance for persuasion purposes or in trance? I mean, technically, when it comes to this sort of thing, you could do either one. Yes. You could be either in trance or out of and both, for yeah, that matter, right. I think would be even more effective. Right. Um. I'm not quite sure how to respond to your question in the sure. manner that you're phrasing it, but like, um, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for me, it's about bringing up the topics in a conversation where they would feel normal to ah, come up. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's very much about that. Like if we... And and because of that, I tend to do persuasive things. Um, I don't, like, come into it with a goal of, oh, I'm going to make her do this. It's like, if we're talking about something that she happens to be talking about that yeah. she doesn't like, I'm like, oh, I can jump on that. Yeah. And I can sort of play with that. So it's it's more of a matter of opportunity rather than a pre-planned something or other. Right. Okay. Understood. Which is really fun, and you can do it about stupid, innocuous things, right. as opposed to some larger plan, you know. True. That's that's more my style, because I feel like it suits the, the conversational style of suggestion better. Yeah. And, like, I mean, you don't... Uh, this kind of stuff doesn't have to be done where they don't know that it's happening. It can mm-hmm. be fun if they know that it's happening and they can't stop it, too. Like, that's hot. Of course. You know? That's really hot. Um... And we, I would say we do more of that. Yeah, than I would anything. say we definitely do that. Um, probably the best example, and I'm pretty sure we said this on the podcast before, this is was Kill Bill. the Kill Bill. Yeah. Did we go into detail? I don't even remember. I think if that we was ever even like a detail. podcast or two ago. Okay. You know, very recently. Was it really recently? I felt like it. You can go very, uh, very just briefly. Real briefly. Yeah, just go ahead. So basically, um, I cannot stand cannot stand oh we totally had this conversation yeah i remember this yeah because i mentioned torrentino or tarantino or whatever. i probably said it both ways <laughs> there too um <laughs> like tortellini or something <laughs> i always think of it i was actually thinking like in undertale <laughs> with D- toriel oh go no. mom 
No, I always think of him as, like, Italian. Oh. So I, I know that's what I'm thinking. That's pretty funny. Uh, anyway, that's not even the point. The point is... Um, real briefly. Yes, real briefly. Uh, horror flick. I hate horror flicks. I hate gory things. Bill's not a horror flick. I hate gory things, and I hate horror flicks, and I totally consider... Consider... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kill Bill to be a horror flick for the record. Um, so anyway, so I was like, I never want to see this. Angela's like, you have, oh man, you have to see this. And I was like, I just really don't want to, you know, like I'm not interested in it. I'm not going to like you it. You suck at brief summaries. I've always sucked at brief summaries. Why did you think all of a sudden so I she, would be good at so it? So she, she didn't like it. And then I was like, you know, it's, and I, I literally said to her, you know, you have to think of it like Tarantino's making this very stylized <laughs> and like the violence is almost sexual. <laughs> he makes it, I mean, the way he frames it is just like, there's a, there's a, there's an energy to it and there's a sexuality to it. And then, lo and behold, Cece really liked the film and hated it while it was happening. Oh, no, I hated it. But, Don't say I liked it. Oh, you were getting turned on, though. I was getting turned on by it. Yeah. But I hated it. Yeah. Oh, I so, hated it so, so much. So maybe, like, a lot of persuasion and coercion stuff is about waking suggestions, if you want to talk about phrasing suggestions maybe. and such. It's more about conversational style or whatever. I don't know. Maybe. I um, don't know. I mean, it's kind of interesting because... I think it almost does have to be something you don't like, and and whether yeah. or not you make it into something you don't like, that's true. You're still making it into something you don't like. I've had a lot of experiences. Do you want to get into? I want to talk them? about a little bit because, like, sure. I so when I was this was a very long time ago with an old partner of mine where we were doing um, his his big thing was conditioning coercion persuasion type of things like that was right. his specialty as far as i was concerned right um because i would you know as soon as i said like oh I, i'm not interested in that kind of thing he would immediately perk up and be like oh let's play with that you know it was right, very right. it was very sadistic it was very like um and he was doing these types of coercive things um usually it was something that i found humiliating Right. Um, the one I can think of is um, basically he had me. So so uh, I was this like young, younger than I am now. Um, <laughs> not too young. Not too young. Not not that young. <laughs> it was this young girl who this was like one of my first experiences with doing real hypnosis ever. I was so so turned on by the whole thing and I was so nervous and I was so scared right. and he was one of my first partners um and it was some of my most amazing experiences and so he told me you know he would tell me oh you should put socks on your hands because he was a very playful person um and I'm sitting there like I really don't want to put socks in my hands that's really embarrassing and like humiliating and he would gently sort of talk me into it right using um, like, oh, this would make me really happy. Oh, this would, you know, right. this, maybe this would make you feel really good if you did this. And, um, very soft, permissive language. And right. like, I mean, it was crazy. And so I put the socks in my hands and then, you know, it, it, es he just was very good at escalating it as well. Right. And right. then Subtly. I would, then they would, the, you know, the, the socks in my hands were now puppets and they were talking to each other and I was hearing this conversation in my head. So it was like multiple layers of this mm. thing where mm -hmm. he's activating the part of my brain that's like creative and imaginative and, and making them have conversations while he's talking to me. And it's kind of distracting part of my head yeah. from the embarrassment, even though I'm really feeling the humiliation yeah. of it yeah, and turn yeah. on and um, escalated it further into making me masturbate with one of the socks that was formerly a puppet, which was horrible. Right. And so hot. I mean, right. I mean, it was like, I mean, it was hor I mean, I can't describe how horrible that is for somebody who's who's brandy <laughs> who's brandy new to the fetish, but like so horrible and humiliating. Yeah. Also, one of your hottest moments. Also, of your entire I've life. been talking about this for like six or seven years. Yeah, you know, like crazy, crazy right. shit, dude. Ugh. It gets it gets a little complicated. It does get a little complicated, but kind of like with humiliation to some degree, like. 
Like it's very similar. I mean, you yeah. can, th- this is something that you can do with humiliation. Like obviously, this person was doing yeah. with me. Um, yeah. 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 But we don't usually do it with humiliation as no. personally. Because as we were talking about earlier with hu- the humiliation topic, we just don't do that kind of right. thing. When Except we- that I feel it more often than maybe yeah. people would have thought right. would be humiliating. But, right? and, I, and I kind of know when it's going on and I know yeah. and I can sort of gently push you into it too. Right. You know. Um, to be honest, watching Kill Bill, you know, on some level... Well, especially being turned on by something that absolutely yeah. disgusts me. Yeah. It's definitely in that humiliation category. So there's like, so I hate to say the word escalation because of like, yeah. whatever our personal history with it or something. But yeah. um, there is an escalation to you think persuasion. I do think that's relevant because like, go for it. You can, if we're talking about the Kill Bill thing, like, okay. Um, there's a, oh, where am I going with this? So there's a like, you persuade them into doing the thing that they don't want to do. Yeah. And then you persuade them into liking the thing. And then you persuade them from being aware that they don't like it and don't want to do it. And being aware that they're aroused by it to just taking away the awareness of don't liking it. And then they're yeah. super into it. And they don't remember that they were not yeah. into it in the first place. So maybe that's part of persuasion for me, actually. Do you think amnesia is involved? Not. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be an amnesia. It thing. doesn't have to be an amnesia thing because, like, over time, you can forget that you weren't into something. Oh, that's you almost naturally simple. do. I mean, if you want to call that amnesia, that's fine. But yeah. but people, I mean, if you try to think of what you were into ten years ago, who knows? With hypnosis, you can yeah. you can fuck with that timeline pretty easily. And yeah. it can be, you can persuade someone into something and then basically have them be like, oh my God, who was that person three days ago who didn't like this thing? Right, right. You know? That's weird. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you're saying. <laughs> no, that's what they are saying. That's what, I mean, that's what you just said. Right. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. But with, with Kill Bill, it was different. Because if you ask me if I liked that movie... I know I didn't like that movie. Yeah, I know. We didn't get there. Was that the goal? No. For me to like it? No. I don't think so. No. I never felt like you wanted me to like it. Right. You wanted me to watch it. Yeah. And to enjoy it on some level. And and not enjoy it. Right. I like the... I mean, the... Yeah. Like the contrast is nice. Yeah. The, like... I think I like the contrast. Yeah. I think I, I think that causes the, <coughs> the feeling of the control part for me. Yeah. Well, I'm so monopolizing the conversation. I'm so sorry. You're not. But, um. You're not at all. But that's something interesting that I've noticed with hypnosis is that for the top, for the hypnotist or for somebody who's looking from the outside, yeah. that, that full escalation into they forget that they never liked it is hot. But for the person who's involved in it, it doesn't feel like there's any kind of resistance. It doesn't feel like there's any kind of like tension. No. So it's so it's it's actually more hot for the person watching or doing it than it is for the person who's experiencing it. And that's the, I've run into that as a subject because like that's interesting. Yeah, isn't that weird? Because if I've never thought that I didn't like it in the first place. Where's the... Right. Where's the conflict? Where's the... Right, exactly. Right? Exactly. So... So you kind of kept the conflict for me. To some degree, I don't know how you couldn't have. Because I know I don't like any of the other movies, and I know I still don't like gory movies, but at the same time, I'm... Like, it's kind of nice knowing that... That was definitely one of those things for us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which I wouldn't have known. Right. I would have just thought I changed my mind. Right. Or whatever. Which could be very hot for you. Right. Because you would know. Right. But. But it takes away the tension from the subject. That's so weird. Isn't that cool? I mean, it sucks. It it actually really sucks. It kind of sucks. Yeah. But do you not get something from it? Or just don't get as much? 
Um, as a subject, you mean? Nope, as the top. As the in top this situation. Um, as a top, I'm kind of conflicted about it because yeah. I'm constantly thinking about how are you feeling. Yeah. So I want to be like, how I want to be feeling from you that conflict oh, and tension. You almost. But feel at the that. same time, if I'm looking at porn or if I'm reading porn about sure. something, I can appreciate the they've totally forgotten. Although not as much. But I know that a lot of people, for them, that, like, full transformation from someone they oh, were into someone interesting. they... Because you even you know. made the comment that, you know, you didn't get that far. Or something like that. Which I found very yeah. fascinating. Because I'm like, I'm at the end point. I'm not going to see it again. You know, whatever. Right. Like, you know, whatever. I mean, we could clearly do it again. We could watch Kill Bill a second time, and then you would realize that you really loved it. And Right, or whatever. Yeah. Or could, or whatever. Right. But... So interesting. Nice catch. <laughs> well, I don't actually want to see it again. That was good. That was good. <laughs> I've been uh, using manipulative language all my life yeah. without knowing it, so that's fine. Some people well, are... Well, maybe I knew. Some, yeah, some people are more naturally have a tendency manipulative. to... Yeah, they are. I mean, they are. I grew up with... I always you know, was manipulative, my, actually. <laughs> my mom was very manipulative, and I learned a lot from right. her. <laughs> Maybe my grandma. So. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny thing about families. Yeah. Holidays! Yeah. Yay! I didn't like Holiday it Holiday topic. Though. Interestingly enough. That's crazy, dude. Um, oh, my God. But, um... Whoops. Sorry. That was my drink. <laughs> I was just like, mm, I'm going to have this mojito. It's really loud. No. Um, so. Holy shit. Subtle thing. Yeah, right? Um, we're, I don't know. I'm, we're at the 30 minute mark, so we can. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we've been. So I guess we could be done. Wrap it up. I don't feel like I. You want to talk more? I don't know. I've been I talking this whole so fucking much. time. Go ahead. I know, Go ahead. But I just love it so much. Blabber on. I mean, I just, you know. I'll blabber. That's fine. <laughs> you can manipulate people into thinking that yeah. they're embarrassing. It's great. It's so good. It really, I mean, it's just such a good tool to not have that, you know. So, so you're, you say you're manipulative. How would you describe that you manipulate people? Oh, I don't. I, you are a lying sack of shit. I know. No, no. I know that part too. I've had to really deal with my the fact that I'm manipulative. You, you know this. This has been like a lifelong struggle for me because I'm not sadistic. Um, I think I think almost everybody would agree with that, and I'm not dominant. Right. Everybody would agree with that. Right. Um, but, so I've always had to, like, deal with this, like, okay, so I'm manipulative. Like, I've known that for, like, my entire life is feels like yeah right i mean i learned i learned about the power of manipulation at a very young age and very much learned like okay this is a very powerful tool like crying and stuff yeah um i didn't like it right um i was very turned off by crying it was too easy yeah so i didn't like it um because there was this one girl in grade school literally that like cried and so then, like, the popular girl was like, oh, she felt sorry for her all the yeah. time. And I'm like, I'm going to try this. Because she's always, like, pushing me around, right? Yeah. So I'm going to try this. So I cried. She immediately gave me my way. She didn't know what, how to handle it or whatever. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Cece. You know, obviously she didn't say Cece. And, um, you know, what can I do for you or whatever? And I'm like, well, this is stupid. I'm done crying. So... <laughs> I never liked crying after that because it was just too manipulative. And, you know, I didn't even do it on purpose at first, but then I continued it to see. It was an experiment, right? Because I was a weird child, whatever. Was moving on. And so I experimented with it just the one time and I was turned off by it. It was just horrible. Yeah. So, but at the same time... The psychologist part of me, because I, I, um, you were a weird child. I was a weird child, and I really loved psychology. Yeah, not even just like, oh, I loved the subject of psychology. I actually didn't care for the subject of psychology that much. Um, 
it had more to do with the understanding the brain and the manipulation of the brain and so forth. So, so can you think of, so, um... Like, what would I do? What, something that you have done. Doesn't okay. have to be recently, yeah, but, just like... straight up. Yeah. So, there were times, um, like, we would even be, like, at a play party or something, right? Yeah. And I was lazy, because I, I have a tendency to also be lazy. Yeah. So, I would see somebody, and I'd be like, you know what? It would give them extreme pleasure. They didn't have to be a top or bottom. It didn't matter. Yeah. And it would give them extreme pleasure if they were to just do something for me. As yeah. long as I did it in a sweet, you know, oh, this could is your you mindset please going into do it. this favor for me? Yeah. Like, I would just really, really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> and I would literally say that kind of thing, right? With that little lilt in my yeah. voice. Right. Um, well, it helps that we're women. I think that helps. It does. But you know what? I've never been any other sex. Yeah. So I don't know if I would have changed my strategy, so to speak, uh, if I was a different sex. Yeah. Right? Um, but so that kind of thing. Yeah. And then I get it. And I'm like, you know, and I'm over the top appreciative. Right. I right. always am. But honestly, I usually am. If anybody does anything right. for me. Well, I mean, honestly, that's... Because that's, it's just that's, beneficial. Right. That's the thing about this, that type of thing is like... Right. We do this at work. All of us. I mean, anybody I who like, works... Is that manipulative or is that just... I don't know. I think it's more of a social contract with people that yeah. you have. And if you want to say that you're using that social contract for whatever means you're using it and using it very intelligently. Right. Then maybe that's manipulation or something, you know? Yeah. I had to, I mean, it took me a long time to come to terms with manipulation did not have to be a negative thing. Yeah. That took me forever you know, in to some, deal with. Actually, deep, I got a deep thought here, guys. I want to share it. Okay. Leadership. Yeah. Is manipulation. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Because I've been in organizations where the leaders were just very good at getting people to do things that they wanted them oh, to. Oh, that's not leadership, is that? That is leadership. That's that is... delegating. No, no, that's you don't leadership. Think so? No, because I'm thinking of marching band and stuff. And you have to manipulate, in my band, 400 people into doing what you wanted at the same fucking oh, time, including, including things that they didn't necessarily want to do yeah. or weren't fun or whatever. Yeah. Interesting. Leadership is about manipulation. I would manipulation. also say delegating persuasion how is that not about persuasion absolutely it is and, and i'm really good at that <laughs> yeah well and so am i and like right so leadership skills actually are very good um persuasion tools yeah for sure you keep people happy then they'll yeah. do what they yeah, they'll do what really you want off topic of no this things. is great no this is good i actually still find these things hot though so do i like, I'm going to be fully honest i mean i learned I'm not I, I learned i learned so much about leadership yeah. From various organizations that I was a part of. Yeah. And that taught me so much about being dominant. That taught me so much about Ooh, getting people to do what they wanted. On. Yeah. Okay, that's really dirty. Marching band, marching band. Excuse me. <laughs> All right, we got to we gotta wrap it up. Uh, and we're we gonna, have a trance to do. Yeah, we do. We're going to be doing that very shortly. All right. We'll see what happens. Okay, sounds good. See you soon, guys. Okay. Here we go. So, by the magic of uh, editing, now I sound like shit. Sorry. <laughs> I got really sick. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for being patient with the podcast and, like, stuff. Um, but, yeah, we're going to do some hot trance. Yay! Yay. Okay. Now just take that breath. And feel my hand. And look at me. And breathe. Let your eyes just sort of flutter and close naturally. That's right. Nice little roll back. All the way. Nice and gently all the way down. Just like that. Sleep deep, deep down. That's right. Just breathe and feel the way that my hands touch your head and touch your back and touch your skin. Remember our connection. Remember the way that we've done this so many times before. 
thinking back, sometimes flashing back memories of all the different times we've done this. Done this for so long, we've done this so many times. Remembering all of those different moments, you don't have to go through each individual memory to feel the weight of those memories in your head. You can just sort of feel that sinking on your mind, feeling it weigh on you, feeling the way that it sends you a little deeper, makes you go a little deeper, deeper, deeper down. And I want you to focus right now. Just take a moment and focus on the way that your skin is responding to my hands. Take a moment and remember the way that you always respond to my touch, and the way that you respond to my voice, and the way that you respond to the way that your skin feels under my fingers. And go deep thinking about that. And go deep focusing on that. Skin is an interesting thing because there's so many different nerve endings in every part of your body that respond to me and that respond to touch. And I always find it so interesting the way that people can have different responses to touch in different places at different times. Maybe you can think about some of those right now and have your brain sort of weighed down by thinking about all the different ways you could be touched all the different ways that I've touched you in the past, all the different ways that you've touched me. Really just taking these moments to feel and remember and enjoy those memories. And since we're thinking about the past, I wanna take you back a long time ago before we really knew each other. Remember, we've talked about this so many times when we were basically strangers and how strange that feels to us now because we're, you know, we're so close. We're almost the same person at this point. So to think back four or five years ago, five or six years ago, when you were just looking at me from afar and you were wondering who I was what I would mean to you. Who was this person? Who are they going to be in your life? It's so strange to think about how long ago that was, how we were different people with different desires. I like to think about what if you were the you back then and I was the me now? The me now who had so much control over you. The me now who has so much desire for you. So many plans for you. So many different things that I think about doing with you. And so much leeway to do whatever I want with you. It's interesting to think about what if I came up to you five or six years ago with the same demeanor and air that I had back now, back then. What could we do with that? What would be interesting about that? I'm not sure if you would have an overwhelming desire to touch me back then. I'm not sure what it would take to get you to have an overwhelming desire to touch me back then, if I came up to you, if we were at the space, and suddenly I was confident and calm and cool with you, and I came up to you uncomfortably close. You barely knew who I was, but there was something to my energy that you felt as though I knew you, as though I understood you, as though I understood what you wanted. sort of invading your personal bubble. It's very uncomfortable. Nobody likes that, but if I was very seductive about it, maybe you'd like that. Maybe you were sitting on the couch at the space and I came up next to you and I just sat down next to you. Not sure how you'd react to that. Maybe there would be a little bit of 
hesitation, you pull away. I don't think I would really... I'm not sure if I would uh, respect that as much now. So if I was there with you and you pulled away from me, and I just smiled at you, and I said, what are you scared of? You'd probably say, not scared of anything. It's just uncomfortable. You would think that it's uncomfortable. Maybe there's a part of you that would be intrigued a little bit by it, even though essentially a total stranger is coming up to you. Total stranger that you've seen from afar, a total stranger that you've sort of been intrigued by. Thinking about what that might mean for us. And you sit there and you think about how strange this is. And I'm just sort of present next to you, smiling. And I said, you know, I've always kind of thought it would be interesting to do something with you. I've seen you from afar, too. I know you're married to the person that I play with. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm curious. Aren't you a little curious about me? Yeah, that's right. This is taking a turn in a direction that maybe you didn't expect. It's not totally unwanted. But it is a little strange, and it does feel off. There is something not totally right about all of this. But that's okay. You sort of acknowledge that feeling, and you let it happen. While I sit there. And I'm kind of looking at your hands. I'm looking at your hands in a way that is making you a little uncomfortable or curious about what I'm, what I could be so focused on. And I'm like, haven't you ever been a little curious about what your husband gets out of playing with me? Maybe there's something about that that you might want to explore from a different angle. Hmm. I am attractive. I know I'm attractive to you. I know you've been looking at me. I know you've been staring at me. You've seen me naked all these times. You've been looking at my body. You've been looking at my skin. Maybe there is something to that that you might want to explore. A desire that you hadn't fully realized in yourself, but might be coming to the surface. Especially with how forward I'm being. And I put my hand on your leg. And I reach that gap. And there's a spark inside of you and you feel a deep, intense sort of emotion come up. Very conflicted, very strange, very uncomfortable, and very, very hot and arousing. Hmm. I wonder if we could do something with this. I wonder if we could go somewhere with this. I wonder if there's some things that you're thinking in your mind that could be very exciting about this. I wonder if there's something that you've been thinking about for a long time or a very short amount of time. And I wonder what that could be. I wonder what shape that would take. I wonder how intense this could get. And you notice my hand you're looking at my hand, you're staring at my hand on your leg. And you feel a desire. And you're just sort of trapped in this place. Trapped in limbo of what to do. 
because I've been leading this interaction so brazenly and strangely. It's not a normal social interaction. Kind of at a loss. Just sort of waiting. Being led. Being led. And kind of realize that you don't mind that kind of interaction with me. Or I'm taking control. Or I'm calling the shots. And where you don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know what's coming. You can only react. And you're open to the ideas that I have and to whatever sorts of strange things are going on in my head to have come over and sat down next to you and invaded your space and touched your leg and talked to you. No one's noticing. It's just us. And I smile at you and you look up at me. And we share a moment of what could be. I have that confident look. The one that you've grown to love over all these years. And time feels strange. Everything feels weird. Like you're here and there at the same time. And come back up. <laughs> All right, so <sighs> it's so crazy. I know it's so crazy. Like, I could have picked any moment, and you go a little closer. I could have picked any moment in my head of, like, you know, like, when we first met or yeah. or, or any of it. And then you picked, like, for whatever reason, like, the, the one that went into my head was when I was, you know, when you were sitting on the couch uh, playing with a couple of other people. Yeah. And I was sitting on the other couch and, like... You, you knew that. We're, which which room were we in? I want to know if we were in the same room. Of course, it was the middle lounge. No, I was in the <gasps> I was in the back lounge. Ooh. No, it was the middle lounge. Oh. It was the couch where you're. Well, I mean that experience happened. Yeah, you know, right. so from my perspective, that experience <laughs> right. happened. You weren't actually paying attention that much yeah. in that real experience because you were doing other things with yeah. other people. But I've heard about that a lot. Right. So. Right. Okay. All right. Well, so this this concludes our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> As always, you know, check out Patreon for the you know whatever the hell we end up doing with that after. It's, <laughs> it's, it's super sexy. Um, yeah. All, All right. right. Good, good night. night. Good night, everyone. I just kind of said. <laughs>